Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, and welcome to another episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your host, Arsenius, with One Touch Transformation, coming to you live from the great city of Florence, South Carolina, and I am so excited that you have joined in for some encouragement, for some empowerment, and just to hear what God is doing, and I'm just so excited and so excited because of the season that we're in, and for those of you who may not know it, we are in a sacred new year, so I wish you a happy new year, and just just can't wait to see what God is going to do even in this new year. So again, welcome, welcome to another episode. I'm with One Touch Transformation, which is actually my ministry, my baby, my the purpose that God has placed inside of me, which is actually a nonprofit organization that raises awareness for sexual abuse, where our mission is to educate the community about sexual abuse while encouraging and empowering all victims and survivors. So we are here to raise awareness, spark the conversation, and also introduce the healing side of it. Because so many times we hear about the effects, the aftermath of these traumatic experiences, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is healing that is available to each and every one of you who may have or may be experiencing the past of, of abuse. But I can talk about it. I can share it because I am a witness of what God can do and what he has done in my life, how he has allowed me to overcome my past, how he has allowed me to find freedom. And my, my desire is for each and every one of you to experience the same true freedom that God has allowed me to experience because without him, I would not be able to even talk about it. I would not be able to share my testimony, and I would not be able to do the things that I do with my nonprofit. So I am forever grateful and so thankful that God has brought me to this place. Now, I won't say that every day is a good day, but I can say that God has allowed me to be strengthened each day. And whenever I do have those dark days or those dark moments, I know that all I have to do is reach out for God's hand, and he pulls me up each and every time. And so that's why I say I am a witness of what God can do. And if he did it for me, I know that he can do it for you. So, again, welcome, welcome, welcome. So I'm not going to focus too much on, you know, the abuse side, but, you know, I can still tie it in with almost every topic, every um, message that we go, that I, you know, bring, but um, I will touch, touch on a little bit about it, but tying in with us talking about the Lamb, which is Christ Jesus. We're in this season of a new year where God, is, he wants to renew our hearts. He wants to renew our minds. Um, the, the prayer of David, creating me a, a clean heart and renew a right spirit. And if if there's any season to ask God to do these things, this is the season. He has taken us through so many things within the past year, and not even just coming into 2021, but just reflecting back on the sacred year from last year up until this present moment, the things that we have all endured, the changes that we have gone through, the, the new trials that we have taken on, 
I mean, there have been so many things that we can just talk about what God has done for us and what he's continuing to do. And we can even talk about the things that we are looking forward to, God, of what he's doing for us in this new year, in this new And so it's going to require us doing some things in order to experience this newness of God. And I'm not just talking to you, but I'm I'm creeping to the choir. I'm talking to myself. There are some things that we're going to have to do differently. There are some things that we're going to have to do that we may not want to, but in order for us to experience the newness of Christ, in order for us to to walk in newness, in the newness of life, there are some things that we're going to have to do, some things that we must set aside, some things that we must change in order to walk in the newness of life. And so with us talking about the Lamb of God, what better animal, what greater animal that we can, you know, just talk about? So often we hear about how Christ is referred to as the Lamb of God, how he is the symbol, that Lamb, the Lamb that was slain for you and I. You know, Jesus, he he paid this price for us in order to walk in the newness of life. Had it not been for the Lamb of God, had it not been for the blood that was shed for you and I, we would not be able to experience the newness of life. And even as I tie it in with, you know, my mission, as I tie it in with my purpose and what the organization does, the lamb that was slain, even for your past, the lamb that was slain for the abuse that you had to endure, because the abuse, it brought on so many effects. It brought on so many changes, and sometimes it, it has caused us or it will cause you to make decisions that can become detrimental to our life, to our spiritual life, to our physical body. And so there are some things that we just have to learn to set aside or learn to even face so that we're able to set those things aside in order for us to walk in a newness of life. There were some things that I had to do differently whenever I even started my healing journey. If I wanted to experience true freedom, I knew that there were some things that I would have to face and some things that I would have to say, okay, enough is enough. Only you can get to that point. No one else can do it for you. The same way we go to Jesus, no one else can go to Jesus for us. We have to do it for ourselves. We have to develop our own relationship with him. It is a personal decision. It is a personal matter. It's between you and God. Family can only do so much. Friends can only do so much. They can, yeah, they can help encourage us. They can motivate us. They can influence us to develop our relationship with God. They can influence and encourage us to, yes, there are some things that you're going to have to set aside. There are some things that you will not be able to do in order to walk in the newness of Christ, but it takes you making that decision. Only you, only you, Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, when judgment day comes, it's not going to be you and your family, you and your friends, but it's just going to be you, between you and God. So now behold the Lamb of God in this season, in this new year, this new sacred year. We have an opportunity, a beautiful chance, a beautiful opportunity to renew our minds and renew our hearts, renew our life. God has set this time, a special time aside for us to renew our hearts. 
he set a special time aside for us to just lay aside every weight, every burden, and not just lay it aside, but to just remove it from our lives, remove it physically, mentally, emotionally, remove those things that have been hindering us to move forward, to remove those things that have been getting in the way of walking in the newness of life or the things that have been distracting us from our relationship with God. God has set this special time aside. And I love how he does it at the beginning of his year because we want to start fresh. And this is our opportunity that we can start fresh, get a clean slate. The old year has gone on. And so now we are in a new year where we have an opportunity. We have this this beautiful chance, this beautiful time where we can just say, okay, I'm ready to get my life back where it should be or where it should be. I want a new beginning. I want a fresh start. And God said, yes, this, this is your time. This is your chance. So let me take you first to Exodus, the 12th chapter, and we're going to begin at the first verse. So this is Exodus, chapter 12. And I'm reading the King James Version. And it reads, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door posts of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire his head with his legs and with the putnets thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning ye shall burn with fire. And thus shall you eat it, with your loins girded, and your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this shall be unto you for a memorial. And ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an audience forever. I'll stop right there or pause right there. So here in these verses of, you know, in the 12th chapter, this is after God had, you know, sent the, the plagues upon Egypt. 
Uh, most of us have heard the story of Israel being bound in, in Egypt and Moses, who finally realized who he was, you know, he was sent back to Egypt and, you know, God told him to tell his tell Pharaoh to let his people go, and you know how the story goes. His heart was hardened, and so he did not want to let him go, and so he sent the plagues. And when we come to the final plague, he said he was going to smite the firstborn. But Israel were instructed to take the blood of the lamb and put it across the post of the door, so that when he saw the blood, he will pass over. So the lamb is often used, you know, most of the time, all the time, whenever we're looking at it through scripture, it's it's normally used as a metaphorical reference to, you know, Jesus, or it's the animal that's sacrificed for the common good. And so we, we read through, you know, especially through the Old Testament, how there were many sacrifices and, you know, lambs were often sacrificed and for a common good. Or maybe it was it was used as an offering up to God or an offering of thanksgiving or an offering or maybe a sacrifice for the sins of the people. So a lamb is often referenced to, of course, Jesus. We learn that he is the, the lamb. So when we think about a natural lamb, we can observe that they are, you know, gentle. They are submissive. They are what was used as a sacrifice, and Jesus is symbolized as that lamb. And it was the blood of the lamb that was used at the first Passover when Israel was in Egypt. He didn't ask for the blood of any other animal. He didn't ask for the, the blood of a bullock. He didn't ask for the lamb of, of the cow or any other animal, but he chose the lamb. And the lamb is what was used throughout, you know, in the entire Bible as far as when it was referenced to Jesus. Because when he, he asked for the lamb, and it had to be without blemish, no spots, nothing. Because when we think about Jesus, we know that he was, you know, the perfect one who walked the earth. And so when we think about the lamb and how gentle he is, Jesus, you know, he Nature, by, na- by nature, he was this gentle man who, who was always reaching out to people, always for the people. He wasn't rowdy. He wasn't one that didn't, you know, ran off in every direction. But, no, Jesus, he was gentle, and he was always seeing about his people. He had a concern for the people. So he was the lamb. And we see it being referenced in the Old Testament. And it's also referenced in the New Testament, because in John chapter 1 and 29, it says, The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. So it was the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus, that took away my sin, your sin, the sin of the world. He, he he didn't just limit it to the Israelites, but I'm so glad that the blood was applied for all of us back then and, and even now. That one sacrifice, that one, it only took one sacrifice because it said there remained no more sacrifice. That one sacrifice did it for all of us back then and right now. It still works today. 
So why not rely on the blood of the lamb? Why not rely on this lamb, the sacrifice that was made for us so, so long ago? It works today. Even in this season, it's working now, even more now that we're in this season. The season where we're approaching Passover, where the blood that was applied to cover the Israelites, it now covers us today. It covers our sicknesses. It covers our sins. It covers our evil ways. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that can wash us. The only thing that can renew us, the only thing that can cleanse us, like the song says, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing else. Nothing else. I don't care how much our friends love us, how much our family loves us, but it can't save us. It can't heal us. It can't cleanse us. Only the blood of Jesus. And why not take advantage of this season, of this time, what what he has set aside? He said it is a memorial. So it is for us to observe. It is for us to take part in. I know a lot of people say that the Old Testament is done away with. I know a lot of people say, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. You know, he already died. But it clearly says it is a memorial. And no, we're not Israelites by birth, but we are part of his family. And if he said it was a memorial for his people back then, and if I, if I have, you know, been, been reborn into the family of God, then, hey, it applies to me as well. This memorial, because it's sacred. And even if you're still, you know, a little hesitant about it, ask yourself, will it hurt if I were to take part in this memorial? And if the question is no, then, hey, let's, let's take part in this memorial. Let's observe this Passover. Let's take advantage of this opportunity to, to be renewed, to be cleansed, to be, you know, a, a reborn again to get a new slate. Yes, we may ask for forgiveness every night before we go to bed, every day, whenever you do your your evening prayers or your nightly prayers. Yes, we ask for forgiveness. But we could take it an extra step and just be a part of this memorial. There is so much that has built up over the years, so much that has drafted us. And you know, I'll be the first to admit to say, hey, there's some things that I need to undo, some things that I need to start over. There are some things that need to be renewed in my life. And so why not? I mean, but at the same time, I'm not going to argue with anyone who say, hey, I don't need to do it. I don't want to do it. It's the Old Testament. It's not us. We're not Israelite born. But, okay, I understand that. But I'm just letting you know that I'm going to take advantage of this memorial. Because it, it's it's sacred, and yes, I, I was born in it. It's something that I have done my entire life, and I have seen the benefits of it. And I'm not saying I'm better than anyone else, but I'm I'm just trying to encourage you and introduce you to something maybe you've never heard of it. And so, this is something I want to share. You know, when you part partake in 
positive things, when you partake in spiritual things and godly things, share it. And so, and that's what I'm simply doing, sharing spiritual moments and spiritual memorials that have been beneficial in my life, that have been, where I've been spiritually blessed, spiritually renewed. This is an opportunity to become spiritually renewed more than anything, something that means, that, that means more than, you know, money, more than material things but just to receive a spiritual blessing, a spiritual newness. Don't let it pass you by. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. So let me read a little further and let you know what happened during the Passover leading and also leading to the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So I stopped at the 14th verse. So we're going to the 15th verse, still in Exodus, the 12th chapter, 16th verse. 15, sorry. The second day shall you eat unleavened bread. Even the first day you shall put away leaven out of your houses. For for whosoever eateth leavened bread from the first day until the seventh day, that soul shall be cut off from Israel. And in the first day there shall be a holy convocation, and in the seventh day there shall be a holy convocation to you. No man of work shall be done in them, save that which every man must eat, that only may be done for you. And ye shall observe the feast of unleavened bread. For in this selfsame day have I brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore shall ye observe this day in your generations by an ordinance forever. So seven days, the Israelites were eating unleavened bread. So they remove all the leavening out of their house. And, of course, it's seen two ways, the the natural bread, and then we talk about this the spiritual things and the things that have crept into our lives, into our minds, and into our spiritual lives that may need to be removed. And so this is a time where you can remove those things that have become attached to you as maybe like a leech or something that you know that should not be stored inside of you. If you have taken on, you know, bad habits, if you've taken on things that are causing you to become detached from God or something that is um, – trying to take you away or take you off the, the will or take you out of the will of God or take you off the path that God has put you on, this is the time for you to pray to God and ask him to remove these things. You have seven days. Now I don't know how many things and you know, and really it, it doesn't even matter, but what matters is you want God to remove whatever is not of him. Whatever is causing you to slip away or to dampen your relationship with God, whatever it is that has become a distraction, this is the time he has set aside for us, for us to be totally renewed. And the reason why, the reason why, you know, like I told you why I participate, is that it's an ordinance forever. So year after year, I mean, because year after year, there are some things that become attached to us, and it's not always good. And so, and there are some things that we never get rid of that are not always good. And I don't know about you, with everyone being closed up and, you know, some some churches were closed and we haven't been able to do church like we want to, there have been some things that have been trying to creep in and maybe some things have crept in. But you know what? It's like, uh-uh. No, no, no. This is, I know things have been different, but my 
relationship with God should not be different. Despite what's been going on, being closed, despite, you know, everything that's been going on during this pandemic, our relationship with God should not have been changed. And if it has changed, now is the time to renew it. And that's what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not telling you something that I wouldn't do or what I'm not doing, but if I'm telling you that this is the perfect time to do it, I am doing it myself because I want a a renewed spiritual life. I want to experience newness even during this pandemic. I mean, because God is still blessing. He is still good despite the pandemic that's going on. And so I am not going to allow anything or anyone to keep me from observing the Passover, or observing this moment or this memorial. And even if you're alone in this, if you have to do this at home, by all means, do it. There are resources where if you need to order some unleavened bread, you you can find it. You can find it. But seven days, he tells us, seven days, he tells us to observe it, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We're spending seven days cleaning house, <laughs> our spiritual house. That's why the, the, the blood of the lamb was shed. That's why Jesus died for us, to give us this opportunity, to give us this chance. That's the only thing, the only way that we'll experience the newness of life. It's the only way that we can walk in the newness of life and experience what God has for you in this new season. You know, we're always talking about, you know, my season, my season, or or what he's going to do in the new season. But look, we are in a new season. We are in a new season. And, you know, and God is saying, look, this, this is your season, your season to be renewed, your season to experience me in a better way, in a new way. Because some of the things that used to work, Maybe they don't work anymore. And so maybe you need to renew your spiritual life. I'm not saying you've got to go off, go all crazy and try any and everything, but do it God's way. His way, it never fails. His way, it will keep you. His way will carry you through any situation, through everything. It's the blood that has kept us thus far. We've got to admit it. It's the blood that has allowed us to persevere. It's his blood that has allowed us to overcome. It's his blood that has allowed us to experience healing. And it will continue to be the blood that carry us and keep us all because of the Lamb. Now behold the Lamb. Now is the time to really behold him. Now is the time to experience him for yourself in a better way, in a new way. Now is the season. Now is that new beginning. Now. Experience him him now. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Purge out therefore the old leaven. Purge out, therefore, the old leaven. Whenever you are purging something out, you are doing everything that you can to remove it, to get it out. It's no longer needed. There are some things that have become, excuse me, attached to us 
respect doesn't mean us any good. That is not helpful, but harmful. That is not spiritual, but of darkness and from of the, the enemy. Not everything has come from the enemy. Some things that we, we have allowed ourselves to let in. There are some things that we've allowed to attach to. There are some things that we have allowed to be a part of our life. But now we can purge it out. We can remove it. That's what the blood is for. It says, purge out therefore the old letters, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. So he sacrificed his life for us so that we can become a, a new lump, a new creature, a new being, a new man, a new woman. He sacrificed so that we can walk in newness of life, so that we can have a better life. He sacrificed. So why not partake in this memorial or why not take advantage of this moment? Let's experience the Passover. And I'm just, I'm not talking about just watching the Passion of Christ, but let's really experience removing those old things, removing the hurt, removing the pain, purging it all out, purging out every sin, every weight, every distraction. Let's purge it out in this season so we all can have a fresh start. Let's purge it out so that we can become new. I mean, don't you like new things? I, I love new things. I love new beginnings. I love a fresh start. I love a fresh slate, especially when it comes to our spiritual life. Because God, he's not going to, you know, hold it against you in order for you to experience new life. He said, no, I'm going to give you a new beginning. As long as you purge it out, I'm going to give you a new beginning. And this is what he has established for us. This memorial, because he knew that we would need this. <laughs> he knew that we would mess up. He knew things would go in the opposite direction. He knew that we'd sin. He knew that we would make bad decisions. He knew that we'd allow these things to distract us. He knew that we allow those. He already knew it, which is why he said, hey, I'm going to set this up for you every year. You have this, this chance to become new to become one with me every year, and it's always in the beginning of my year. So we're not talking about January when 2021 came in. Yes, we're grateful that we survived the last calendar year, and he allowed us to come into this new calendar year. But being in God's time, in his time, on his calendar, in the spring, not in the winter, because when we think about spring, we think about the new beginnings. We think about, you know, birds being, you know, born or being birthed. You know, the every every animal after they have hibernated during the winter time, they're coming out in the springtime because it's a new season, a new beginning, a fresh start. 
we've endured winter and hard times, and so now it's time to experience the newness of, of life. It's time to experience a new season. And so I want to experience a new season in God's time. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the Lamb that has allowed us to experience this new season. I bless God for the Lamb. Praise God for the Lamb. Grateful for the Lamb. The Lamb that was slain, that allowed us to experience new life, new beginning, a new season so that we're able to go forth, so that we're able to fulfill our purpose in a new way. We have the same purpose, but he'll give us a new walk, a new talk. He might give you a new dance. But I love the fact that it's new. And you know what? The things that you experience now or the new things that you will experience now some of those people may not understand it. You know, they, they saw you one way last year, but when you begin to experience experience this newness of life, then they're like, oh, what is this? <laughs> what is this? They weren't ready for this. The guy, was, he was ready for you to walk in, in this newness of life because you couldn't walk in this newness doing those old things or having those, those things attached to you. It was hard to move forward, but whenever you purge out those old things and purge out those things that are not of God, then you're able to move forward, and you're moving in the newness of life. And it's all because of the Lamb of God, all because of the Lamb of God. And I'm grateful, so thankful, thankful that he sent his son Jesus to die for us, all because of the cross. All because of the cross. No man can do it. No woman can do it. But it took God sending his son, Jesus, to be sacrificed, to take away the sin of the entire world. And that same blood that was applied back then, it still works today. It still saves. It still heals. It still cleanses. It still washes us. It still removes all sin, all of our wrongdoing. The blood of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, a Lamb without blemish, a Lamb without spite or wrinkle. Now behold the Lamb. Now behold the Lamb. As we begin to just think about even the, the Passover, the, that night of the Passover of the Israelites posting the blood on the post, and even thought, think about the, the crucifixion, how when they pierced him in his side and the blood and the water came streaming down, it was that same blood, the blood of the Lamb that saved Israel and, uh, and allowed them to pass over, to protect, and to cover. The blood of Jesus that came out on the, on, during the crucifixion, 
It did the same thing for us. And so today we can apply the blood of Jesus over our life. We can apply the blood of Jesus over our sin. We can apply the blood of Jesus over every sickness, every disease. There is nothing greater than the blood of Jesus. Nothing stronger, nothing powerful, or more powerful than the blood of Jesus. And so I encourage you, even right now, right now, behold the Lamb of God. Behold him. And before I even go into the call of salvation, I want to minister through song. And a very, very familiar song, old song, Now Behold the Lamb of God. Because this is the, the perfect season, the right season. And as I minister through song, I want you to think about the words, let it minister to you, and allow God to speak to you. Speak to you. And however or whatever way that you need him to. Because this is the season. This is the time, the perfect season, the perfect time. To experience the newness of life. Let's 
worthy of grace, I can spend it this way. The precious name of God. Even when I'm broke, broken heart, my sins tore up apart. But I'm standing right here in the midst of my tears. I claim you to be the man of God. New life can begin, yeah. For you washed away, washed away every one of my sins. Oh, the sun is made free, the soul is free indeed. I thank you for being the Lamb of God. Thank you for the Lamb. The precious Lamb of God. Because of your grace, I can finish this way. The precious Lamb of God. Thank you for the Lamb, God, that was shed for us. 
You know, it was nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood that can wash our sins. Nothing but the blood that can make us whole. Nothing but the blood that can cleanse us. Nothing but the blood that can renew us. Nothing but the blood that can save us. Why you love me so, Lord, I shall never know the precious name of God. So tonight I invite you to allow the blood to cover you, the blood to heal you, allow the blood to save you. God has brought us into this new year. He has brought us through so much. He has kept us. He has covered us. He has allowed the blood to cover us. And tonight, I invite you, or not, I invite you to invite him into your life if you have not done so. If you do not know him, take advantage of this moment, this opportunity to allow him into your life so that you can have a new beginning so that you may become new in him. You can walk in the newness of life and experience him. I've been talking about the blood. I've been talking about the, the blood of the Lamb and the blood of Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Walk into the newness of life knowing and believing and receiving everlasting life, receiving your salvation. Make that decision while you can, while the blood is running warm in your veins, while you have breath. Make the decision to invite him in so that you can experience life. And if you're ready to experience the newness of life and experience a new relationship, even if you have known him before and have allowed distractions and, and sin and other things not of God to creep into your life, now is the moment to invite him back in, to begin again. It's okay if you need to start over. We don't always get it right. We don't always do right. But that's what the blood of Jesus is for. And so tonight we're going to pray. We're going to pray for the newness of life. We're going to pray that you allow him to come in and to come back into your life so that you can experience the newness of him, a new relationship, a new beginning. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for bringing us again into a new year and into a new season where we can experience something new, a new season and a new beginning, a time that you have set aside specifically for this new new walk. Father, we, we ask for your forgiveness of everything that we may have said or done, any evil thought, both known and unknown, consciously and subconsciously. God, we ask for your forgiveness. God, you tell us to repent. And so, God, we come opening our hearts and repenting before you 
asking for your forgiveness of all the things that we have done wrong. Because, God, we know in order to walk with you and to experience the newness, we have to repent. We have to set it aside because we know that it can throw us off course. It will beset us. So, God, forgive us of all of our transgressions, all of our wrongdoings, all of our unrighteousness. God, we thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross so that we may in the end have eternal life. God, when we close our eyes or whenever you return, we want to hear the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, in anticipation of the Lord. God, in this season, those who are opening their hearts to you, those who have backed away from you, those who have closed the door on you, but welcoming you back into your life. God, we ask that you come in in the name of Jesus. Those who don't know you but inviting you in tonight, we ask that you come in and fill our house, fill our hearts, fill our minds, creating us a clean heart and renew a right spirit of God. God, we can't make it without you. We can't make any decisions without you. God, we can't do life without you. So, God, we need you in our lives, and we ask that you take full control. God, apply the blood of Jesus over our lives, the Lamb of God. The blood of the Lamb applied over our lives in the name of Jesus. Because, God, we know it's only the blood that saves. It's only the blood that heals. It's only the blood that delivers. It's only the blood that allows us to overcome. It's only the blood that can wash away all of our sins and our wrongdoings. So, God, we apply the blood over our life in the name of Jesus. God, we know that we can only come for ourselves, but, God, we even come on behalf of all of everyone who's connected to us, our family and our friends who may not know you. God, apply the blood even over their lives in the name of Jesus so that they may turn to you before it's too late in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you send your healing power to our dear brother, Robert. God, we ask that you continue to bring total healing over his life in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for what you have done thus far, and we praise you for what you will do and for the outcome. God, I pray for each and every one who may be experiencing a type of illness or disease or sickness under the sound of my voice. God, I apply the blood of Jesus. God, send your word. Send your healing power. God, it can go where we can't go physically. But, God, there is no no place where your word can't go. And so, God, we speak the word of healing. With your stripes, we are healed. With your stripes, they are healed. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray for everyone who is connected to Purpose Kingdom Network. God, I pray for everyone who may be in the hospital experiencing sickness. God, I pray for those who are bereaving. God, I pray that you comfort and strengthen the only life you can. God, I pray for that man, that woman, that boy, and that girl. And give you all the glory and honor and all the praise. And God, I pray for every ministry that would take place or partake in the Passover this coming weekend. God, I pray that you cover in the name of Jesus, that there be no sicknesses that come up, I pray that service go as you will have it to go, and it will be a great celebration and a great memorial as it is carried out, as you have asked us to do. 
God, I thank you and praise you in advance. God, you're worthy of all praise. Love you. We love you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to our pastor. She's going to give us our announcements for Purpose Kingdom Network. Amen, amen, amen. Now behold the Lamb. Yes, God. Hallelujah. As we enter into this Passover season, and I just, I'm, I get excited. This is one of my favorites, y'all. My two favorite, my two favorite feasts of God. Passover. I know some people be like, "Oh, wouldn't it be first fruits?" Or my two favorite: Passover and Tabernacle. Those are my two favorite feasts of God because with Passover we see His redemptive work, and Tabernacle we see the fact that He loved us so much to just come dwell amongst us. I just love God. Oh, Hallelujah, God! Now behold the Lamb. We thank and praise God for Minister Arsenius Jackson in that word that came forth this evening. We know that your souls were truly blessed because my soul was truly blessed. We thank and bless God for that soul that gave their life to Christ this evening, and we're declaring that by faith that at least one soul listening gave their Christ their, to Christ this evening. Amen. And for them, we bless, praise, and thank God. We want you to know that the angels in glory are rejoicing over your one lost soul. So we bless and thank and praise God. We encourage you to find the Bible, believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But until you do, bless God, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here just for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be broadcasting at 9 p.m. with the Daughters of Ruth and the host, Reverend Maureen Lee. Again, the Daughters of Ruth and the host is Reverend Maureen Lee. Right here at 9 p.m. on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We would love to see you here tomorrow. You can feel free to follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn on Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Also, we want to encourage you to please keep your ears and your eyes open. Becoming May 9th of 2021. Purpose Kingdom Network is transforming into PKN Radio. Amen. That's that we will be able to broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week, still bringing you only the love and the worship and, and the goodness of God through not just his spoken word and teaching and testimony, but also through music. So we are excited about that. We thank and bless God for it. And Minister Arsenius, I just cannot say enough about the word that came forth from you this evening. And if y'all thought that was something, y'all need to hear her daddy. That's all I'm going to say about that. But we thank and bless God for you and the 
prophecy is back in your hands. <laughs> to God be the glory, to God be the glory. And, you know, I guess I could say I, I, I got it on this. It all comes from the teaching of my father. You know, this is all I know. <laughs> so uh, I've been blessed, you know, to grow up in a household and to even be a part of his ministry. I, I count it a privilege and an honor to be to be able to, you know, serve under his leadership and still be able to eat the food that he provides for the ministry. So to God be the glory and thank you for this this platform as well, Pastor. Truly I, I'm forever grateful and will forever be grateful. So I wanna take this moment to thank all of our online listeners, those of you who tuned in through um, the computer, wherever you're listening from, whatever area you're in, I really, really do appreciate your attention. I appreciate you tuning in because you could have been doing anything else, but I'm so grateful that you decided to tune in tonight for another episode. And just a little information about One Touch Transformation in case this is your first time listening, we are a nonprofit organization, like I said, and we focus on sexual abuse awareness. So typically the show would, you know, most of the time center around sexual abuse, but um, still able to tie in a little bit because, you know, it's, it's part of, part of my life and you know I'm able to you know talk about it and then involve the spiritual side of it and the healing side of it so that's why I still have to tie it in every week every week that I'm up here but for more information about the organization you can visit our website at onett.me so that's one tt.me you can also follow us on Facebook under one touch transformation as well as Instagram and Twitter underscore O-N-E-T-T, so the at handle underscore O-N-E-T-T. So feel free to follow us. Next month um, is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, so you'll be hearing me talk about that next month um, whenever it gets here because we, although we advocate 24-7 or I should say 365, April is usually our big month where we really advocate and really spread awareness and give out, you know, some educational things about it. Um, so be sure to follow us and find out what virtual events that we will have going on. I can say um, one event that I will put out right now is actually going to be um, a Spark the Convo event. We usually have these sessions at the church, but it's going to be a virtual event, and that's actually going to take place April the 28th. So if you are a minister or if you are a leader in your church or whatever ministry area, you want to put that on your calendar. So that's April 28th and it'll Wednesday evening. So we'll have more details about that on our our website and on Facebook. Uh, For more information about me, you can visit my website at arthenius.com, and you can follow me on Facebook as well, Instagram, and Twitter at arthenius.j. So I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were motivated, and I hope you're geared up for the Passover and the Feast of Living Bread like we are. I'm excited. I'm excited about what God is going to do this weekend and what he's going to do going forward. So, again, thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Arthenius, with One Touch Transformation. I hope you have a wonderful night. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.
baby. 